what's up my golden souls how y'all doing how is life is it golden yes that's what i am talking about praise god so today we're just going to be talking to one another having a great conversation with one another about our children going back to school whether it's first timers you know um college uh going to college um or just going back to school um period we're going to talk about that and go over that today yes praise god and so i'm going to start our fellowship off with prayer father god we just love you and we thank you and we adore you father god we truly admire you we are we humble ourselves before you father because we know that you are the great i am we thank you father god for the grace lord god that you've bestowed upon us we thank you for the favor we thank you, Father, for the, for your um, divine protection over our lives, our family, our extended family, and our friends, our neighbors. We thank you, Father God, for being our refuge. We thank you, Lord God, for being our counselor. We thank you for strengthening us when we are weak, Father God. We thank you, Lord, for being our husbands, Lord, those that um, are in a season of singleness. We thank you, Lord God, that they are enjoying their singleness, Lord God. And it's not a season of desperation, but it's actually a season of dating you and knowing who you are and um, indulging in you, Father God, and just finding finding themselves in who you are, Father God, and just knowing that they are already whole and complete and they don't need anyone else, Father God, to define who they are, Father God. But just knowing that, um, just knowing that, just being whole um, and knowing that we thank you, Father God, for the marriages, Lord God, those that have joined um, in union in holy matrimony, Father God, and are complimenting one another father god and are learning learning the different avenues father god and principles of marriage father god and what it takes to sustain a marriage we truly thank you father god we thank you for our friends um that they stick with us lord god through adversity they stick with us lord god when no one else will father god we just truly thank you for those moments and those times and the people in our life father god we thank you for compassion we thank you for the testimonies lord god that you have given us lord that you chose us we thank you for choosing us and adopting us lord god into um, your sonship. We thank you, Father, for making us co-heirs with Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father God, for just who you are. We thank you for the, for being the magnificent Father. We thank you for being our Father, our Dad, the one that claims us no matter what we do. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for loving us in spite of us being um being unbearable. We 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 just thank you for dealing with us, Lord. We thank you for choosing us. God, we thank you for sacrificing your one and only begotten son, Father God, so that you can reclaim and and you so that you can reclaim your relationship again with us, Father God. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much. So in Jesus name, we pray. Amen. Praise God. And so let's go ahead and get to talking about our children going back to school. There are most parents not all of not all parents and let's not judge some of these parents okay let's not do that let's just love them because we don't know what they're going through right <laughs> so there are some of us right 
where we've enjoyed this summer break with our children. We've indulged in every every moment. We've made sure that they've had memories this summer where they can go back to school and tell their friends and teachers what they've done this summer, where they've been, the new people that they've met. We've insured them, right? We've covered them for this summer. And, you know, there's a part of us that's like, oh, man, our baby has to go. We don't want them to leave. Oh, my goodness. Oh. And then there's just them parents. It's just like, oh, I can't wait till they go back to school. Oh, my goodness. Hurry up, please. Like, hurry up. We need them to get back in school. When does it start? And so let's not judge those parents. Right. You know, because they have to sacrifice some things, too. Let's not judge. Let's not. Let's not don't don't get them the side eye let's not do that so yes but anyway all of us have enjoyed our children loved on our children we've created memories with our children that hopefully they'll always remember and um if you're like me i love taking pictures on my phone of course i love taking pictures going to walmart getting them developed and putting them in a photo album and i kind of go the extra length by putting the dates along uh alongside the picture so i i get the photo albums that have like the lines on the side where you can write what was going on so i write the date the people we were with along with where we were so that you know we can kind of kind of talk back about it when we look back on it years from now so that's what i like to do i don't know what it is that you guys like to do um to kind of um go back over your memories so yes and so i'm just so excited anyway moving forward um let's talk about our children of course we're already talking about our children but um we're gonna have some first timers going going to preschool going to kindergarten you know we're gonna have some first timers and mothers how do you feel like are you nervous do you have a little bit of anxiety how do you feel having to let your children go and entrust in another being with your child for a whole eight hours in a day you know um how is that running through your mind? You know, um, I know for me, um, I didn't have to worry about daycare because my mother-in-law kept my daughter. Um, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So I didn't have to worry about the expenses of daycare. Um, however, when it, um, I did make sure that she was prepared for preschool, I and I uh, registered for parents as teachers. I joined any kind of little classes um, that will keep her um going so that when preschool came she was she was a little bit prepared right and so when preschool got got here and it came fast oh my goodness um she started preschool last year um I was just I was overwhelmed I I was happy she was doing school but I was overwhelmed and I was anxious because I'm like oh man my baby you know she's never been in daycare I've always like I've always been with my baby um you know, I've never had to worry about someone mishandling her or mistreating her in any kind of way. I've never had that because my mother-in-law, oh my goodness, that's, she swear, oh my God, that that's like her favorite child, her favorite grandchild. Anyway, um, I just never had to worry about that. And so there are a lot of parents like me that never had to worry about that either until it came time to actually enroll your child into school. You have to face the simple fact, oh my God. I have to hand my child over to somebody else for eight whole hours. Like, what's going on? And so I just want to know, like, what's going through your head? Are you excited? And even through that excitement, what are some things that you're kind of concerned about? Uh, I know one of the things to ensure my daughter's, in my head, it was like to ensure my daughter's safety and make sure she's okay. 
I'm going to be completely well involved in this school. And that's what I did. I volunteer I, I showed up during the day to volunteer uh, with the teachers with paperwork I came for reading time to read to the children I went on field trips I did everything you could possibly think of I did it and I come I, I kept in close communication with her teachers I made sure she was on task I uh, asked what is it that we need to go home and work on what are some things that we can prepare for for the next year things like that and they really appreciated that like they truly did uh so yeah i just want to know like what are some things you plan to do what are some what are some concerns that you may have and even for those parents that children are going away to college like oh my goodness you know your baby has been there in your house for what 18 17 18 years and now your child is going off to college and some of them may be going far away where it's like four states over you know what i'm saying where they you you won't have the luxury of seeing them every other weekend and some 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 um some of our children are going to a college where we will be able to see them every other weekend but still it's still like dang they're gone they're out of our house how does that feel is that is it refreshing i know for most parents it's like oh thank you jesus they're in college Woo. um and other parents are just like man you know so i just want to know how does how do you feel how you wrap your mind around it that your child is becoming independent they're becoming this adult and they're figuring things out for themselves how are you letting them go not of course not totally because they're in college and they're still going to need us you know they're still going to need their parents but how are you weaning them to where they can become responsible um accountable adults in the future how are you doing that how are you figuring that out you know um so just that's just things you know i have a long time before i have to think about that but it's coming it's truly coming my child is four she's about to be five uh so yeah um and even then you know those parents that spent all their time with their with their children now they're going through separation anxiety you know that's kind of what I went through because I was fortunate enough to be with my child you know after I had her because I was high risk pregnancy first of all so I couldn't I couldn't get a job because I was high risk and as a result of that high risk I was at the hospital monday through friday i'm not over exaggerating i'm dead serious i was at the hospital monday through friday from six in the morning to two o'clock in the evening and after that i was exhausted you know so um and even after i delivered her she was in the nicu for a month and a half after the nicu she came home and i i didn't get a job till six and a half months later and i so i had all that time i spent all that time with her and so when it, it came time to actually for her to go to school I was I had a little bit of separation anxiety I was concerned literally um no joke no joke seriously so I just want to know how are you parents doing out there how are you preparing yourself mentally um as well as emotionally and I know you're probably like girl it is not that serious for me it was because like I cried I cried I think almost every other day leading up to her time to to actually leave and then when she actually did go to school she she wasn't used to it she it took her about a month before she got used to it um i would drop her off and she would literally cry every day and they said that when it was time for nap time she would wake up out of her nap crying for mommy and daddy she, you know crying for us her parents and so how are you guys dealing with that because there were a few times where i used to be like okay well maybe i won't take her to school today since she's been crying but you know the lord kept saying no no 
you can't enable her you cannot don't do that she's gonna be okay she's gonna overcome you know she has to learn you know even at that age they have to learn how to cope you know what I'm saying sometimes without you because we're not going to always be there so I think that's that's even great practice because we're not going to always be there and so we have to give the them our children these essential tools that they need um, to be able to cope with their feelings and express how they feel and get through it and overcome and even bigger thing, even bigger and more things um, than just feelings and emotions right so yeah like how are you guys how are you guys gonna get through that you know um what are you guys concerned about this year I, I i know there's been a lot of situations where teachers are putting their hands on these children for no good reason no reason at all and as i said before it it doesn't matter it, it doesn't matter if, they, if, if there was a reason you don't have you don't have the authority to put your hands on somebody else's child you don't and so what are some people's concerns i know some parents have the um, or economically able to homeschool their children, you know, is that what you want to do? You want to homeschool your children, you know, just, I just want to know what everybody's looking forward to. What are you going to be doing? How are you preparing mentally and emotionally for your child to, um, go off to school? And even for those children that, um, are in like third, fourth grade, they took their summer off and they're going back to school. How are you preparing them even then? Because now they're going into another grade with new pressure. You know how, um, you know how they say in church, the higher you go, the higher you go, um, the higher you go or the next level of dimension God promotes you. There's a whole nother demon waiting for you. Right. And so I would like to correlate that even with children, with them being promoted and going to the next level in their grades, the higher they go, they have another demon to fight. And so how are you preparing them? Um, how are you preparing them? What weapons and tools are you giving them to fight that next level demon? You know, yeah, there are some there are things they're going to achieve and accomplish. There are some great things that they're going to get out of it, that they're going to get out of um, being in the third grade, fourth grade, eighth grade, 10th grade, whatever. But how what are you doing? How are you preparing them to fight that next level demon? You know, there are kids that come home from being bullied. There are kids that, you know, come home from being peer pressure to do certain things. There, There's just a lot of things that kids have to deal with and face and we shouldn't disregard them or dishonor them or disrespect them by saying things like you know you don't pay the bills in the house you don't deserve to be stressed you don't deserve to be upset you don't deserve to be woo woo what what because I know me oh my god I think I was in like actually the only memory I can remember is my freshman year that's when things started to totally get real you had peer pressure you had the the search of you know trying to find your identity who you are and you had to be careful in high school because you know there's so many other different people and you begin to idolize them and you start to take on their identity and you start to kind of like place who they are upon yourself and so you become somebody else and then you know now after high school you're still trying to figure out who you are so you have to be careful because there's a lot that there's just a lot a lot of things that these children 
preschool, elementary, middle school, junior high, high school, college that they all have to deal with. There's always going to be someone smarter than them. There's always going to be somebody wiser than them. There's always going to be somebody cuter than them, more more handsome than them, funnier than them. So how are you helping them to deal with that, to not compare themselves, to not be jealous, to not be envious um, of the next person, you know, to not be offended you know what I'm saying? By someone else being celebrated or somebody else's accomplishment, accomplishments or achievements. How are you teaching them about offense or, offen- uh, you know, being offensive or being offended, you know? And what are you teaching them about being a leader? Because we have so many children nowadays that are followers. Like, oh my goodness. And of course, I pray for those children, but we have a lot of children that are followers. So how are you praying for even your child to not... The only person that they should be following is God and you. That's it. Because these other people are blind. they're, They're figuring themselves out. That's the only people they should be following they should be followers of jesus christ and 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 following their parents instructions and guidelines and all that kind of stuff they shouldn't be following anybody else because everybody else is unsure uncertain and all that and will lead them into the and lead them in the wrong direction so how are you teaching them to be leaders how are you molding them into leaders are you taking them to leadership classes you know seminars that may be free or that could be cost effective and cheap you know 10 or 20 dollars you know per seminar i don't know but What are you doing to help mold them into being the leaders that they need to be and preparing them so that they don't end up following behind someone else and getting in trouble um, due to being a follower or losing who they are? You know, just different things like that. We parents have a lot to think about. There's a lot on our plate, a lot on our shoulders. But I'm going to tell you something. Each and every one of you, you have received a gift. Your children are fruits of the womb. They are fruits. And so um, they are a heritage from the Lord. That's what he said, that they are children are a heritage from the Lord. And so I'm here to tell you, raise up your heritage in the right way so that the next generation, you know, won't fall, you know, raise them up right, you know, get them in line, guide them, lead them. And if you yourself feel like you're incapable of that, find somebody that fits the qualities and, and, and that is compatible to your child, you know, that where, um, you trust them and your child also trusts them. So yeah, get that together, get that in line, you know, but that's, that's only if that fits you, you know? Um, so just, I just want each and every one of us to think about that. You know, what are we doing? How are we doing? You know, um, or are we maintaining close relationships and, Oh my goodness, yes. Have you guys talked about the sex talk yet? That's another thing. Um, my nephew, oh my goodness, my sister called me a couple months, uh, a month ago, and she was just like, oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, like my nephew asking her about sex, you know, and um, it was crazy because her and I were practicing how to talk to them and what to say to them and how to say it and all that kind of stuff. And we thought the older one was going to be, you know, confronting her about these things, but no, it was the younger one, you know, and he was talking and he was asking her about marriage and, um, what the benefits of marriage and things like that and asking her about sex and things like that. And so how are you preparing for that conversation? And so now that I know that the younger one is, young okay um but at the same time i want to say this he he is very very mature for his age and he was really really serious when he was asking these questions he was dead serious and so i don't want us knowing that 
our children are growing up in the digital world, I don't want us to say, well, we're going to wait until they're old enough to understand. No, because now we have children that are four, five, six years old asking about marriage and sex and things like that. And so I wouldn't say wait till they're old enough because when is that? I would say wait until they start to demonstrate maturity in those kinds of conversations. And so if they're able to handle that conversation at the age of four or five or seven, have that conversation with them. Don't don't scoot them to the side and say, what are you doing asking about that? You're not ready to have that conversation. If they weren't ready, they wouldn't have asked you. If they weren't comfortable talking to you about it, they wouldn't have came to you. And so just honor that. Number one, that they're comfortable talking to you about about the questions that they have. And number two, sit them down, invest, and um, let them know that you appreciate them coming to you before uh, coming to you and not anybody else. Let them know that, you know, pat them on the back for doing that because they could have very well went to somebody else other than you so yeah like that's just amazing um so i think now we have to just get that mentality out our head where we're gonna wait till you're old enough we're gonna wait till you're old enough you're not old enough yet you're not old enough yet you're not mature enough pay attention to your children because like i told you my child is four she's asking me um very viable questions um about god and why he created the world and how he created it and um the holy spirit and how he lives in us and what does and and um with him living in us what does he do for us things like she's asking real questions and i'm so thankful that i know enough i don't know it all i know enough to give her what she's asking for you know what i'm saying and that i that which i don't know i'll be like hey um hubby do you know you know what i'm saying so yeah that stuff but anyway i think that's about it that's about all um just sit with your children prepare them for the good um and prepare them for the not so good so prepare them for the good and the not so good okay everything is not glamorous and good when it comes to school you know and truly you know us parents we also need to have an open door policy we know uh, our bosses and teachers and principals and all that they have open door policies we need to have open door policies for our children too we need to be in the know at all times and we need to have that posture and attitude to where they can come with us for anything even if we disagree we can dis- disagree respectfully and knowing that even if we disagree i still love you i still care for you and i still support you and whatever it is that you do but i want you to make the right decisions when it comes to school when it comes to friends oh my goodness that that too friends friends you know i know my parent like we say that our parents chose our friends for us i think we can still do that you know we have greater discernment than our children but i will say this um allow your child to to be how can i say this how can i say this allow your child to learn about their own discernment right we had to we had to learn about our discernment we had to increase our discernment right and god god gives us discernment so definitely teach your child about praying to god and increasing their discernment um and opening their eyes and things like that and 
Um, of course, be on standby, but let them learn how to use their own discernment. Okay, I'm not uh, when it comes to friends and all that kind of stuff. Let them get practice in when it comes to discernment and trust and revelation and things like that. So that when I get of age, they're still not asking you, is this who I need to be friends with? Is this, is, is this a job I need to take? Is this da, 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 da? is this da, 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 da? because then you become their discernment. So let them practice having discernment. Teach them to train their ear to hear from the voice of God, to recognize the voice of God and to uh, teach them. You may have to even put some things together. I don't know how you're going to do it, but teach them how to differentiate from their voice, the enemy's voice and God's voice. Teach them to discern from those three things, because those three things have they have their their target their aim or totally different their desires totally different their mission totally different and so teach your children how to differentiate between those three and how to um trust the spirit of discernment so start training them now, you know, um, and also teaching them also how to pray over their friendships that they engage in before, before connecting yourself with someone, pray to God and ask God that God, you know, if this is your will, if this is your will, Father God, then let this friendship be. If it is not, don't let us, don't let us, um, connect, you know what I'm saying? And, and also ask if, if they have friends already, um, teach them how to pray. God, what is what is Richard's purpose in my life? How long is Richard going to be in my life? Is it for a season? Is it for a lifetime? What purpose is it that he's in my life? And what purpose am I serving in his life? You know what I'm saying? Teach your children that as well, because not every friend is meant to be a lifetime friend. Okay, you have some that come for a season and some for a lifetime and also teach them how to deal with how to deal with their emotions how to deal with um the departure when people do leave their life when their season is up and it's time for them to leave because some people don't know the difference they think that everybody that they come into contact with and interact with is supposed to be there forever for a lifetime and that's just not true that's just not true because you have what they're what they call death you have what they call death and then of course you have what they call a season right some people are leaves and some people are branches. You have to ask God to give you a revelation on who, who are the leaves and who are the branches. And what is the purpose of this leaf? Because what you don't want is for someone to leave your life. And this may be for adults, and I, but I know this is for children. You don't want, them, want someone to leave your life and you didn't capitalize on what it is they were supposed, uh, that they were supposed to be doing in in you in in the season that they were with you right so if it was to build your character if it was to help you uh to share more with people if it was to build your confidence whatever it was capitalize on that don't just don't just i mean uh, of course we want to enjoy the moment we want to enjoy people but don't just enjoy them right ask ask questions get to know you know what i'm saying so that's all i wanted to say i don't want to stay on here any longer i think uh we've talked enough 
and I hope that uh, I've maybe placed some ideas or thoughts in your mind to help your children um, in the future when they're going back to school and, 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 and even for the rest of their lifetime. I, I hope that I've helped with that. And if you have any tips for me, definitely um, help me. I, I welcome it all. Of course, I'll, I'm going to be discerning of your advice and tips, but I welcome it all. Um, and you know how to reach me through my, through Instagram or even through my email. Um, I love you guys. Be strong, be courageous, be golden.